0: A federal judge throws out a lawsuit challenging Medicare's drug price negotiation process. The CDC is expected to change its isolation guidelines for COVID-19 infections. And employer-focused primary care providers Marathon Health and Eversight Health plan to merge. It's Wednesday, February 14th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. A lawsuit challenging Medicare's drug price negotiations has been tossed, notching a small win for the Biden administration as other lawsuits challenging the process make their way through the court system. Senior District Court Judge David Allen Ezra of the Western District of Texas filed a motion to dismiss a suit brought last summer by the lobbying group, the Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, known as Pharma, as well as the Global Colon Cancer Association and the National Infusion Center Association. The lawsuit argued that the negotiation process is unconstitutional because it did not include a requirement for checks and balances through public feedback and cuts off administrative and judicial review moreover the case claimed that the process violates the eighth amendment which prohibits excessive fines in judge ezra's dismissal he ruled that none of the organizations had standing to bring the case to the western district of texas moreover he ruled that the national infusion center association's claims fall under the medicare act and could only be heard by a court following an administrative rule In a statement, a pharma spokesperson said that the organization was, quote, disappointed with the court's decision, which does not address the merits of our lawsuit, and we are weighing our next legal step, unquote. The case was dismissed without prejudice, meaning that it could be refiled. If the lawsuit is appealed, it will head to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. The Medicare drug price negotiation program was put in place through 2022's Inflation Reduction Act and authorizes the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to work with companies to bring down the cost of drugs commonly prescribed to Medicare recipients. CMS recently sent its first prices for negotiations for 10 Part D drugs to pharmaceutical companies. It's unclear what this week's ruling could mean for both the Biden administration and other legal challenges. There are currently eight other lawsuits brought by drug makers which challenge the constitutionality of the process, making their way through the court system, including claims it violates free speech and violates the Fifth Amendment by not adequately compensating manufacturers for their property. Recently, another federal judge expressed skepticism over drug makers' claims, stating that the companies are not forced to sell their products to Medicare. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is set to loosen its isolation guidance for people with a COVID infection for the first time since 2021. That's according to a report from the Washington Post. Americans who test positive for the COVID virus will no longer need to stay home from either work or school for five days, according to four agency officials and an expert familiar with the discussions taking place. According to the anonymous sources, the CDC is bringing its COVID infection guidance more in line with recommendations for flu and respiratory syncytial virus infections, namely that people who test positive for COVID use clinical symptoms to determine when to end their isolation, including being fever-free for 24 hours without the aid of medication before ending isolation. The reported new COVID isolation guidelines would not apply to hospitals and other healthcare settings. Other states have already implemented similar COVID guidelines, including California and Oregon. The White House will need to sign off on any new COVID guidance from the CDC, but insiders expect the agency to open the loosened recommendations for public comment at some point in April. The news of the anticipated change comes as surveillance activity finds high levels of COVID-19 in wastewater. Employer-oriented primary care companies Everside Health, based in Denver, Colorado, and Indianapolis, Indiana-based Marathon Health, plan to merge. The two companies serve employer and union-sponsored clients with primary care, as well as occupational and behavioral health, and musculoskeletal and pharmacy services. Everside was created from the merger of Activate Healthcare, Paladina Health, and Healthstat. Marathon merged with fellow employer-sponsored healthcare organization Our Health in 2020. Both companies will operate under the Marathon Health brand, and it's expected that they will fully integrate within the next 12 months. Current Marathon CEO Jeff Wells told Axios that the combined company is expected to generate more than $500 million in revenue this year. Wells will stay on as the newly formed company's CEO, while Everside's current CEO Chris Miller will depart following the merger. The two companies' combined reach will serve 2.5 million patients through more than 680 healthcare centers across 41 states, and it will have a virtual care presence in all 50 states, according to a release. The move comes as employers are bracing to pay more for health care this year. According to a September report from benefits consulting firms Mercer and Willis Towers Watson, or WTW, costs for employer coverage are expected to surge around 6.5 percent this year. This has been Just Healthcare Daily from Kaufman Hall. I'm Jay Carlyle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the podcast. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at gisthealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The GIST Weekly.